It was a different season for sure. And how did the blueberries do here in Whatcom County? The numbers are still coming in, apparently, for the total harvest of the blue fruit. But it looks like blueberries just continue to grow here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and grow, of course, they grow. I mean, production in- continues to increase here in the Pacific Northwest and particularly here in Washington State. Welcome to the farming show. I'm Dylan Honkoop. A lot of that uh, blueberry production happens here in Western Washington. An increasing amount is happening in Eastern Washington as well. And joining me from over there right now, it's where he's based, is the executive director of the Washington Blueberries, Washington State Blueberry Commission, Alan Schreiber. Uh, Alan, thanks for being here. And I had the the chance to sit in on a presentation you gave a couple of weeks ago uh, at the Small Fruit Conference here in Linden, uh, talking about, as you called it, the state of the Washington blueberry industry. Where do we where do we start with this? Let's start with, I guess, this past season. It was a weird one, but the numbers that you were showing were encouraging, at least as far as how how people made out um, with their production uh, in 2022. Uh, Where are the numbers at right now? We are a few days from having all the numbers in. We have a number of growers who have not yet reported their assessments. It appears we're going to be at a little bit of a similar level as we were last year, which was uh, the most blueberries uh, Washington had ever produced. Uh, Washington appears to still remain as the number one supplier of blueberries in U.S. and Canada. Uh, In Whatcom County, the results were a little mixed. We had some growers were actually down from last year. Some growers were up from last year. Um, I would probably guess that the average yield for established blueberries was down a little bit, but we have new production coming on that is uh, making up for that shortfall. I suspect if we have a normal growing season next year that we will produce by far the most fruit that's come out of Whatcom County. So how how many million pounds was last year? And and you're saying you're approaching the the number of last year? That is that is correct. Um, Actually, I can't do the math in my head, but we had 173 million pounds and 40 percent of that came from Whatcom County. Wow. Um, So I can't I can't do the math. For all of Washington State, 173. 173 million pounds of blueberries yes that and that's uh that is uh, a lot of blueberries. <laughs> and washington state you know there are these other parts of the country particularly michigan that comes to mind being historical powerhouses in blueberry production now washington state surpasses that anywhere um, else in the country by 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 far I, I did some quick math while you were talking and uh Whatcom county produced about 70 million pounds of, of blueberries last year um, I would say Whatcom County produced as much as Michigan did or close to what Michigan produced. i also point out that uh, number two and number three spots are Oregon and British Columbia. So I think the real story is the Northwest um, is the uh, is, is the place where blueberry production is shifting. You throw California in and 
the the west coast is dominating the blueberry production yeah it sounds like by by a long is there any region i mean because really it's an interconnected region geographically between bc washington oregon uh california somewhat as well is there any other region in the world that produces that amount of blueberries uh well for mexico produces less than the u.s but they produce a little more than washington they surpassed us this year but that is as a country with all their growing regions combined right and of course peru uh now uh far out produces uh uh, Washington, um, of course, they don't export all of it to here. We're their number one export market. So we definitely we have 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 challenges. Um, you know, imports are definitely our number one threat. Um, you might find it interesting to note that Whatcom County, along with with uh, Skagit County, has the latest fruit in north america and so when they are in the marketplace at the end of the year no one else used to have fruit in that time and it was a highly lucrative market and now peru can produce counter cyclically to us and they're increasingly approaching into that late market that was a uh, northwest washington um uh, high high point so, but that that's a that's a fresh market factor, right? As opposed to a frozen market. What is the breakdown between fresh and frozen in Washington State? Okay, that is an excellent point. Um, we are projecting. I mean, based on what we've seen so far, is we're sixty percent processed and thirty five percent fresh. Mm. And Wacom, <coughs> Wacom is even more processed than than that. But the amount of process, um, the amount of fresh being produced in Wacom County is increasing. There's been a lot of late season blueberries uh, planted, uh, particularly the variety Calypso. And that is that is a variety that is being machine picked fresh, which is a striking new development in yeah. the blueberry industry. That's what I was just going to say. Fresh market for for a long time has represented uh, so much more cost and challenge because it required hand harvest. Whether you know strawberries, which still you, you can't really machine harvest, red raspberries, which if you're going to do fresh, uh, pretty much impossible. At least with the t- current technology to 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 do mechanical harvest blueberries it makes sense that they're the first ones but still that was a big hurdle to cross to actually be able to produce that high a quality of fruit to be have you know mechanical harvesting equipment that was sensitive enough and and a varieties like you mentioned calypso being you know such that they release fruit easily enough without it having to get mushed or whatever um that you're able to produce that level of quality with a mechanical harvest that really changes the dynamic as far as the market, right? There are, there are three factors that goes into this. One is new genetics. In other words, new blueberry varieties like Calypso. Uh, advances in harvesting technology and growers just figuring out how to do this. Hmm. Now, we're not done with it. Um the uh, you know the it has a shorter shelf life. You cannot, for example, export uh, machine picked uh, blueberries. It has to be hand picked. But we don't have enough labor, and we can't afford labor, particularly with overtime involved. And so, figuring out how to perfect the machine harvest of fresh blueberries is is really essential to our our industry. Alan Schreiber is with us right now on the Farming Show here on KGMI. I am Dylan Honkoop. 
Um, we're just recapping kind of, as you called it uh, a couple of weeks ago at the, the Small Fruit uh, Conference here in Linden, Alan, you called it, uh, your presentation, kind of the state of the Washington blueberry industry. I guess I should have started out with, uh, with the typical question, which is, uh, uh, Mr. Schreiber, is the state of the Washington uh, Blueberry Commission str- or blueberry industry strong? Um, but from all signs that you're saying, I'm hearing yes, even though some challenges are ahead. Uh, we, we have challenges, but um, what you're seeing is you're seeing growers still plant blue, still planting blueberries or ripping out blueberries and replanting blueberries. Uh, that is a sign of uh, an industry that, that is growing. Now, we, we have some challenges. I mean, our two biggest challenges are imports uh, primarily from Peru, but other imports and uh, availability and cost of, of labor. Um, literally, I am coming off of a two-day strategic planning meeting where we are trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, direct resources to, um, you know, address some of these challenges. One of the things that, you know, we're considering doing is is increasing our marketing effort, particularly late season, to strengthen um, our, our marketplace when Peru comes into it. Um, we're thinking about having a Buy America or, you know, Buy Washington uh, blueberry campaign work, uh, but we also are thinking about uh, we are we're going to be doing some frozen um, uh, frozen blueberry uh, promotions. Particularly, mm. we're going to do a, a big one in South Korea. Wow. South Korea, along with Japan, are two of our big our, our two biggest export markets for frozen blueberries. And we did a promotion there this year. And during the window of our promotion, it increased blueberry sales by 67% as compared to the same time period immediately before the promotion. Wow. Yeah, you, you wonder, you hear about these these trade efforts, the, the marketing efforts uh, overseas, you know, that costs some money to do that. But what I was really impressed in your presentation was the numbers that you, that you showed and you were just talking about there of the impact that actually had I mean, it, it almost paid for itself just in the immediate. But I think the the bigger purpose is the long term, the halo effect of doing something like that, um, getting more and more people engaged with blueberries, incorporating them into their daily lives, into their recipes, recognizing how they're easy to use, how they they're easy to get, those kinds of things. Is there any way to measure that long term benefit? We will see. Um, the uh, that that effort was designed to do uh you know we went into a hundred like a hundred and eight retail stores like grocery store chains and did promotions over a two-week period you know it wasn't designed to measure the the long-term um effect of it but presumably we will know that by exports that goes into uh into those countries into yep. those stores we we were able to identify stores that only took frozen washington blueberries and just target those stores and so hopefully that will pull product through um um so sometimes marketing programs are are hard to measure like yeah. how useful they are but uh, this one this one was we felt was a home run 
and we're planning to do it again next year. How do you know that those people are going to keep buying Washington blueberries? I mean, that, that's an issue. I guess we've already been touching on it with the import challenges from Peru to our domestic market. Um, now we're talking about exports to other markets. This this issue of country of origin and consumers and their understanding of that. What what in your view? What uh, how do you tackle that to try to um, boost? Is it just a, a, an issue of you know? rising tide lifts all all ships kind of thing if more people are eating blueberries or are marketing washington blueberries specifically is that something that makes an impact with the actual consumer you uh you brought up about 12 issues in, in, <laughs> yeah. in that uh, question but let me put it this way in this particular case we were identified be able to identify stores that were just taking western frozen products but if you look in that marketplace the other two um other two big sources of frozen blueberries are Oregon and British Columbia. Mm. And in my opinion, you know, Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia are relatively con connected. There's probably 25, 30 million pounds of blueberries that goes from Whatcom County into British Columbia. Yeah. Now, some of that comes back, some of it stays. But if they end up buying, you know, a little bit of Oregon product, a little bit of British Columbia frozen product, why we're doing this promotion, that's not a bad thing. We're trying to get them to eat more frozen blueberries. And we were in that market because we knew that, A, we were the dominant player in it, but the other players in it were our allies. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Dylan Honkoop here with you on The Farming Show here on KGMI. We're talking with Alan Schreiber right now. He's the uh, director of the Washington State Blueberry Commission. We're talking about the state of the world of blueberries in Washington. And Alan, I'm, I'm thinking about this, you know, on one hand, it's a good sign um, that, as you said, more people are planting blueberries. Um, some blueberry fields are being taken out and replanted into to blueberries, maybe for fresh genetics. Uh, I can see a few different reasons for that. But at the same time, you know, the, the old adage is, well, is there is there a train wreck coming? Um, and in some ways, blueberries is one of the more challenging crops to deal with that just because of the lead time to get a field from planting to full maturity, right? And you're talking, what, three to five years before you really start to get into to serious production. So, you know, at some point, do the... the the chickens come home to roost kind of thing with, with, with the market. Do we ever get ahead of ourselves here? That That's a tough question. Um, I will tell you that um, we, we know how much blueberries are in the ground. And so we know where our industry is, is heading. Uh, in a couple of years, we'll be at 200 million pounds. Uh, we will probably top out before we get to 250 million pounds. We probably may get to or close to a quarter billion pounds. Wow. And it's all going and it's and it's all going to get sold. All this is always sold. The question becomes, you know, at what price? Yep. And so um, the U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council and the Washington Blueberry Commission is working to, you know, develop export markets, stimulate demands, do things to try and keep cost of production down. But um, there's there's no no doubt that uh, there's going to be competition. They'll it'll force consolidation in the industry. Um, and you know, growers are probably not going to be making the margins in blueberries that they did five years or 10 years ago. Yeah. So buckle up basically is what you're saying. You gotta, you better have a good plan. Uh, you, you better be vertically integrated or have a good relationship with your fresh pack, 
uh, or processor. Well, it's been an amazing thing to see, though, the amount of demand that has been built and created. You know, I think there are some larger societal factors that were kind of moving regardless, but I think a lot of it is to the credit of folks like yourself at the state level across the country and then the, the, the national level, the American Highbush uh, Blueberry Council, all the work that has been done into showing the public that blueberries are a superfood. They're not only very good for you, but they're very tasty. They're very easy to use. And in the last 20 years, it's been incredible to see how that dynamic has grown. And I, I don't, you know, I'm no expert on it, just watching from the sidelines, but it appears that that has been able to create enough demand, move enough product to keep up with the huge growth in production that we've seen in blueberries and even fend off, you know, the, the constant challenges, competition of, of imports. So the question is, you know, how much farther that can that go? I've always, you know, I come more from the raspberry background and I've always said, you know, the folks in the raspberry world need to take note of this um, and the investments that you folks in blueberries have made to do this. You think that's a big part of it, and, and can you continue to build that demand, I guess? I, I think you guys have, have kind of built your own market in a lot of ways in blueberries. So I'll tell you four points. I thought it was astounding how much blueberries, you know, North America is going to produce over a billion pounds of blueberries if you throw in uh, uh, low bush blueberries, but over a billion pounds of, of blueberries. The amount we've produced has just been breathtaking. Yeah. What is more striking is there's been demand for this. There has been all this stuff gets sold most often at a fair price. The third thing is there's been an incredible amount of health research done that has documented so many health benefits of blueberries. It has like more antioxidants in it than any other fruit, uh, more than raspberry, but uh, but uh, that it has developed this, there, there's so many health claims that they call it a health halo because there's a halo of health around this blueberry plant. And so that has fueled a lot of this growth. But here's the interesting thing. 70% of households regularly consume strawberries. Hmm. 40% of households uh, regularly consume blueberries. There is so much room for growth hmm. that we can sell every one of these blueberries. We just have to put a little more work into it. And, uh, you know, blueberries are a lot easier to use year round than strawberries are in, in my opinion, that is, that's an interesting stat, Alan, and, and encouraging for the future of, of the market. Again, Alan Schreiber with the Washington Blueberry Commission. There's so much that we could dig into, uh, but we're out of time. Thank you for this update and thank you for what you're doing day in and day out to help promote um, blueberries and farming here in Washington state. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity to talk. I look forward to the next time.